0: Hello, everybody. My name is Ben Schluter, and welcome back to Chalk Talk, a series in which I interview guests from around the world of NCAA gymnastics. Today's guest is a junior at UW-La Crosse from Delwood, Minnesota. She's an English major, double minoring in Spanish and political science, one of the 2023 WIAC Bars champs, and the 2023 NCGA Bars champion. Please welcome Rachel Chesley. Hello, Rachel. How are you doing?
1: Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on today.
0: Yes. Um, let's jump right into things then. Uh, starting with you. So when did you get into gymnastics and why? Oh gosh.
1: I have been doing gymnastics for as long as I can remember. I think I was probably three. Um, my mom put me in gymnastics because she was a college gymnast herself. She went to Hamlin in St. Paul, Minnesota and competed for them. So... That is how I got into it, and I started at a club gym near my hometown in White Bear Lake, Minnesota, and I practiced there up until my senior year of high school.
0: Hmm. So, when did you or someone realize, hey, you're pretty good at this whole gymnastics thing?
1: Um, I think I was around six or seven when they moved me from the like recreational program into what's called the tops program. Um, which is, I'm not exactly sure what it even stands for. Um, I don't even know if it exists anymore, but it's kind of just for um, girls between, like, the ages of 7 and 10, Um, and if they notice, like, you're particularly talented, they'll put you in that program, and you do all kinds of, like, national testing, Um, and it's kind of like a more, like, accelerated program, I guess. And then after that, I just moved into like the competitive levels pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, I guess that was kind of when it started.
0: So then when did your recruiting process start?
1: Um, I would say the whole, it was a pretty lengthy process because I first, well I started level 10 when I was in seventh grade. So that's kind of when my recruiting process started actually, which sounds crazy. Um, but yeah, I was in middle school and that's kind of when I first started going to um college camps like in the summer. Um at the time, like for years, I was only looking at Division 1 schools and their process happens when you're much younger. So mm-hmm. and that, now there's rules that they can't recruit until later, but at the time it was people were recruiting in 8th grade or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so I'd been doing that for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, you were looking at D1 schools originally. What were you looking at?
1: Um, I mean, I visited many different schools. I kind of wanted to go somewhere far away. Um, and I just kind of would see what I felt about the coaches and, um, the atmosphere and just like the culture there. Um, I was mostly looking for schools like ranked between somewhere in like the 30s and 40s, um. somewhere that i thought like i could contribute was the big thing
0: so then what changed where you started looking more at uh like d2 d3 stuff
1: so my sophomore year of high school i tore my meniscus and i had surgery i was out for that whole season um and after that i kind of had to like reevaluate the whole process um for a while i wasn't even sure if i wanted to be a college athlete actually Um, because I kind of felt like I was getting so burnt out and I thought maybe I just like want to be a normal kid for a while. Um, so I kind of took a break from recruiting actually. And then I was thinking like, well, if something happens, if something comes my way, then that's great. But I was just, I put in so much effort and I felt like things were really working out for me. So I kind of just took a break and then my senior year, the summer before my senior year, um, I started getting a bunch of emails from one of my coaches here at lacrosse. Um, just kept kept reaching out, kept reaching out, and I like wasn't really super interested. But I had a teammate who went to lacrosse years ago, and she liked it. So I was like, you know, maybe I should just go on a visit because why not? And like see how it goes. Um, so yeah, then I came and visited, and I absolutely loved it.
0: What uh, made you fall in love with it?
1: I just really love the coaches here. Um, they're just like super fun and just really care about, um, just really care about everybody as a person and like each individual, um, like regardless of what events you compete, what events you compete or if you're competing at all, they just care about everybody on this team. And they made me feel like so welcome on my visit. And I also just love the beautiful area. Um, Lacrosse is right on the Mississippi River. Um, it's just like a really beautiful area. So, those were the two main things.
0: So, what's it like being a student at uh, Lacrosse?
1: Um, I love being a student at Lacrosse. I, I don't know. I've had a great past two, almost three years. Um, I would say being a student athlete is definitely a huge commitment. Um, as we all know, like a ton of extra time and effort goes into it than the average student. But I feel like the professors here, um, they just really care about all of us. And none of my classes have been super big. Like I'm in super small classes, like 20 ish people. So I get to know all my professors pretty well. Um and I like see them around campus and they always say hi to me or I feel like I have a good relationship with all of them, which makes coming to class like so much more enjoyable um so yeah that's one thing I definitely like about being a student at lacrosse is just like there's like 10,000 students here so it's not super small but it's also not very big um so you get to know a lot of people and especially like within the athlete community um a lot of us are super close and just support each other like within other sports so that's super cool
0: so what's your daily schedule like during the season
1: um during the season so we actually start um in january we have our our school has a j term from like christmas until the end of january so when we start season it's basically all we're doing every day is gymnastics and we i mean we don't practice any more than we normally would during the school year but um that's kind of a nice break and then once school gets started again i have typically like two to three classes per day um I do class until we practice at three every day and then um, we'll end usually around 5 45 and we go to lift three times a week um, so yeah we lift in the weight room as a team uh, which is something I do really enjoy and yeah during season we're practicing five days a week and Wednesday in the middle of the week is more of like a light day. So we kind of get to rest our bodies a little bit and not really do all the routines that we're doing every other day. So let's let it.
0: So thinking about that practice schedule and all of that, one of the big things that I have been trying to emphasize is the fact that I've mentioned that I cover LSU and, um, you know, they have that palace and they have all of those resources. Y'all are D D3 school. Uh, what are some of the things that y'all have to do that might surprise fans of a larger program
1: um are you asking just like i'm sorry i can do the question
0: yes please so like what are some of the things that y'all have to do or that y'all do that a larger program might not have to do
1: okay i understand um yeah so we have to fundraise a lot that's a big thing um nothing is really handed to us like we um a lot of us run a recreational like kids' Jurassics program in our gym called Junior Eagles. Um and it's all staffed by us gymnasts on the team. So after we practice and after we left, we go back to the gym again and we'll coach for an hour or two. Um just coaching these kids because all of the um profit from that program like comes straight back to us. So that is like a huge huge deal um that we can all help out with the coaching um and just we yeah I would say just the fundraising is definitely a big thing um and I know like we have to do a lot of our um equipment like setting it up and taking it down because that kind of goes back and forth from our practice gym to the um competition gym um, we don't necessarily get all of the free gear, like, all the clothes and shoes that the D-1 schools get. That's kind of all purchased on our own, minus, like, a few things that, um, we get for free every year, but, yeah, those are the main things, I would say.
0: So, where's y'all's practice, Jim, compared to where y'all compete? We can.
1: Visit- it's really close. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of just a few steps away, but the practice gym um it's it's pretty big actually we, we have two separate gyms one has um floor beam and bars and then we like have a vault gym that's kind of on the same floor but it's not connected if that makes sense so that's just for vault, and then um in the building the we actually don't have a pit there's um we don't have an in ground pit, so there's like a giant um inflatable thing that we fill with the pit cubes mm-hmm. if we need it. But we actually don't really use a pit that much because um if people are learning a new vault or a new bar dismount, there are a couple club teams in the area and they have like the Y M C A that ha- they have a team over there, um and they have paint So they're and they're always super like welcoming of um us students on the team to come and use their facility if we need to Mm -hmm. but yeah that is definitely one challenge is we we don't have an in-ground pit um yeah and then in the same building there's the wrestling team practices on the in the basement um and that's it and the gym that we compete in is the same one that we lift in there and that's where basically all the other sports practice like basketball volleyball swim everything
0: swim and I'm, I'm thinking about that it's like, oh wait there can be separate areas in which people do things it's not like you're competing and you have to put a big old thing over the pool or anything wait do you
1: so no I mean I, I've been to a couple of swim meets before and that's in a separate area of the building but yeah we set all of our um, equipment up like in the basketball gym
0: you can never assume anything you can never assume <laughs> anything at all <laughs> Anyway, speaking of those home meets, what's the typical environment like for a home meet?
1: Oh, they're super fun. We typically get a lot of fans. Um, I mean, we have great like support from all of our families, and a lot of the alumni will come back and, and see the meets, and um, one thing I was talking about earlier is just like the athlete community, and we really support each other, and we like to go to as many games and meets as possible so you'll see a lot of other athletes at our meets as well and it's just a super fun atmosphere we get super loud and i love it
0: Alrighty, in your college career what's been the your favorite meet that you've been able to compete at
1: i think probably nationals my freshman year um just because that was such a new experience for me and We got to travel to Ithaca in New York, um, and that was just a lot of, like, good team bonding moments. We spent, like, that weekend together, and I just had a great time. It was, again, like, something I'd never experienced before, so I was kind of just soaking it all in. Um, Also, like, I mean, Nationals last year was also a super great experience as well, but coming in as a freshman and getting to do that um, was really
0: cool. Now, one thing that was really interesting to me when looking at the schedule from the most recent season was your trip to San Jose State, of all places. Like, that's not close by at all. So how did y'all make that trip?
1: Yeah, so it it does seem kind of random, but our coach usually tries to schedule. We'll do um, one meet, like, apart from Conference Internationals Nationals, that It's kind of our, like, travel meet that's farther away. Um, And our coach tries to do something that is in the home state or home area of, like, one of the upperclassmen. So one of the seniors on the team, um, now a senior last year, was a junior. Um, She is from Sacramento, California. So our coach thought, why don't we go to a meet in that area? Um, Yeah, that was a really, really great time. We actually spent... We were in San Francisco, just like sightseeing, and we were in California for I think four days. It was, um, yeah, and that was a super cool meet. It was, um, yeah, it just, just a really cool experience. That was our first D1 meet that we competed against two D1 teams, so
0: yeah, very cool. And then, of course, the final result was also really good too. It was a season high. I think it's, I was looking at the record book, I think it's like fourth or fifth best all time.
1: Yes, a lot of records were broken this past season, so that was amazing.
0: But of course, if there's any sort of thing to talk about, you mentioned Nationals because not only were you at Nationals, you won the Bars title. So what was that feeling like?
1: Oh my gosh, it was just incredible. I, um, and I just worked so hard on bars the whole season because. Um, I've just always loved bars and been super passionate about that. It's my favorite event, like, since forever. Um, And I knew I just had a lot of improvements I wanted to make and was kind of just, like, slowly but steadily improving at every meet. And I had been super solid in the gym before, like, leading up to nationals. So I felt, like, super good going into the meet. And, yeah, I remember, like, going through my whole routine and, everything was going as planned and I was kind of like oh my gosh I really just hope I can do a good dis route because like the rest of this has been so good and then I stuck my dis route and I just remember like thinking I can't believe I just happened to be like even before the score came up and way before I knew that I won or anything I was just like so proud because that was definitely my best routine of the whole season and the fact that I like pulled it out at nationals was just like perfect timing um and then the moment that I actually found out I won like that was just super cool and I'm just so thankful like for my coaches and my teammates they're like the most supportive people ever and they were so happy for me so that was very fun.
0: Yeah how long did you actually have to wait because between like finishing that routine and then I guess a better way to put this is when when did y'all go like how many first of all where were you in the rotation order? for your
1: okay yeah so we started on vault and i think we were the flight b which means you know obviously like after going after the flight a i could be wrong about that i'm not even really sure but we did start on a vault so it was like in the first half of the meet and then after competing bars we um went back into the practice gym or like the Not even the practice gym, just kind of like the area we went to in between um, rotations and then like waited for the next team to go. And then I still had two more events to compete after that. So it was definitely a long day. Those meets are, I mean, they're twice as long as a regular season meet just because you've got eight teams competing. So, yeah, it does. It does feel like a long time sometimes, but it also kind of flies by just because you're having such a fun time and just enjoying every moment and knowing that it's your last meet of the season, like, it, it it does kind of fly by at the same time.
0: So, what are the team's goals for this season?
1: Well, number one, we want to win Nationals as a team because we came so close last year, um, and that was that was pretty disappointing, honestly. But, I mean, disappointing that, like, we came so close, but I'm also, like, super, super proud of Um, how our team finished and I think like we made so much progress and we just have so much more potential even for this year so that's definitely like our number one goal Um, we're also traveling to NIU Um, that's our one d1 meet of the season and our goal would be to beat them Um, and we want to be undefeated regular season we were able to do that last year so I say, why not do it again? Um, yeah, I think just making small steps towards the big goals is obviously important for every every week and every day leading up to it.
0: What about you? What are some of your goals for this season?
1: Well, this is, even though I'm a junior, this is actually my last season competing gymnastics because I'm going to be graduating next fall. So knowing this is my last year, um, I just want to enjoy every moment with my teammates and just be the best leader that I can for all of them. Um, And just knowing that I like put in all the effort that I can every day in the gym. And I think um, the results will reflect that, you know, if I just work really hard every day and just, I'm just thankful for every moment that um, I get to be in the gym because I had put like my whole life into this sport and this is like the very last year so I think I just try to take it day by day and obviously I want to build on the success that I had from last season but also just you know giving it everything I've got.
0: All and finally talked for a good bit you said a lot but I know that my question is I made. Mean, I've gotten everything that you wanted to say. So I always like to give you the last word. So what else do you want people to know either about your program, you know, UW lacrosse or D3 gymnastics in general?
1: Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I would say, I, I know a lot of people, you know, like D1 gymnastics is kind of just all you see like on TV and that's Definitely more, more of the spotlight is put on D1, but I think, like, there's so much cool stuff happening in the D3 world, too, um, and it just keeps getting better. Like, there's—I'm just amazed, like, every every time we go to the YAC conference meet or to nationals, like, just the skill level, I feel like, just keeps increasing, and I just see so many girls with, like, amazing routines, um, and— I think, like, D3 has really been stepping it up recently, so I think people should, like, pay more attention to the D3 programs because I think we're doing big things and it's just going to keep getting better.
0: And that'll do it for this episode of Chalk Talk. If you want to learn more about Rachel Beyond Gymnastics, go read the feature story on the Substack for Chalk Talk. You can subscribe there to get episodes of the show delivered at the same time as the written stories. I want to thank Assistant Athletic Director for Media Relations David Johnson for helping set up this interview, the lovely Rachel Chesley for taking the time to talk with me, and of course Gabby for helping out behind the scenes. Until next time, I've been Ben Schluter, and this has been Chalk Talk. Thanks for listening.